This is Wisconsin's Weekend Morning News with Libby Collins. And we have a very short show today because Green Bay Game Day gets underway at 9 o'clock. We've got Jessica here. Jessica, um, the big story overnight, obviously, is Matthew Perry being found dead, which I guess was about a little after 6 o'clock, I think our time, 4 o'clock Pacific time yesterday. And uh, I think it's interesting because uh, we've got something here from ABC about how Matthew Perry wanted to be remembered. It's hard not to remember Matthew Perry as the sharpest friend Chandler Bing on the hit NBC sitcom. Back then I uh, used humor as a defense mechanism. Thank God I don't do that anymore. The show ran for 10 years, starting in 1994, making him and his co-stars incredibly rich and famous. But it's not what he wanted to be remembered for. I've said this for a long time. When I die, I don't want friends to be the first thing that's mentioned. Talking there on the CBC radio show Q after writing a memoir which detailed his almost deadly battle with addiction. How would he like to be remembered? The best thing about me, bar none, is if somebody comes up to me and says, I can't stop drinking, can you help me? I can say yes and follow up and do it. That's the best thing. Jason Abramson, ABC News. You know, know, it's interesting, Jessica, because in that second part, you could hear his speech somewhat slurred. Yeah. And you kind of wonder what was going on there. But that that was an interview he did with CBC because he was Canadian. And interestingly, his mother was uh, premier... Uh, Pierre Trudeau's press secretary, going back to like the 70s. Oh, wow. And and he went to school with Jason Trudeau, who is the current prime minister of Canada. And do you know who Matthew Perry's stepfather is? I don't. Keith Morrison from Dateline. Wow. Those are some connections. Well, and and, you know, and that's that's the interesting thing about it because obviously this Matthew Perry probably led a pretty charmed life I mean with her mother connected that way and then who his father was a stepfather and I mean they were married for 40 years so he was um, Keith Morrison's stepson at a time when Keith Morrison was with NBC and so yes there were connections there and it's it's really sad that this opioid addiction grabbed him the way that it did. And, and you know, in, in cases like that, very often people never, even though they go through recovery a number of times, they never really get over it. I think I, I read somewhere where he said that he had been in rehab something like 65 times. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and, and the fact that his memoir was so recent, that it was 2022, called Friends, Lovers, and the Big Terrible Thing that... Yeah, and he did that interview with Diane Sawyer. But here's here's what I find. There's a certain irony to this. Last Monday, October 23rd, Matthew Perry posted on Instagram a photo of himself in a hot tub. Oh, wow. And the caption said, oh, so warm water swirling around makes you feel good. I'm Matt Man. And I guess that was something if you followed him on Instagram, which I didn't, but I guess that was a, a name that he had used most recently while posting on social media instead of saying, I'm Batman, he said, I'm Matman. Oh, okay. But that was just a week ago that he posted in that hot tub. And there was a certain irony because that's 
where he was found yesterday. So we're going to have more about Matthew Perry. This shortened show, this hour, Matt Miller will be with us here around 10 till 9, and he'll have more information for us, and we'll have a few more things here throughout the morning. But, Jessica, I know um, if anything happens as far as uh, they release what the cause of death might be. I know you'll be on top of that. So we've got Jessica here in the newsroom. Uh, we've got Mark Cass coming in from the Milwaukee Business Journal. He's going to be here with us in a few minutes. As I said, Matt Miller's going to have more on Matthew Perry. We're going to look back at the week in review. Isaac's here pushing those buttons, and in just two minutes, it's going to be Matt Sossler and sports. I'm Libby Collins. It is a chilly Sunday morning, 39 degrees at 8.30 on WTMJ. After being tied in the third quarter, the Badgers fell to third-ranked Ohio State 24-10. Head coach Luke Fickle on the tough loss. You know, in a lot of ways, you, you, you got them to believe in the things that we needed to do, and even at halftime, to get them to believe in the, hey, get us to the fourth, get this thing to the fourth quarter. That's where we've got to be at our best, and that's what we trained for. And, you know, and I give them credit. They, they did. They got us to the fourth quarter, and then, then you know, we, we couldn't get it done. The 5-3 and three Badgers look to rebound next week at Indiana. The kickoff time is still to be determined. The Bucks will be without star guard Chris Middleton tonight against Atlanta. I think they told me maybe after the last game uh, that I wasn't going to play Sunday and play Monday instead. That's just their decision. Like I said, I'm just here I'm doing my job, working as hard as I can be, being coachable. And they're going to let me know um, when I'm going to play, when I'm not going to play. I wish I can control some things, some things I can't, so I just have to worry about the things I can't control. The Bucks are easing him back after he had off-season knee surgery. He is expected to play tomorrow versus Miami. Tip-off tonight at Pfizer Forum is scheduled for 6. Coverage on WTMJ starts at 5.30. The Packers will be without defensive back Darnell Savage for the foreseeable future. Defensive coordinator Joe Barry on the impact of his absence. Obviously, you, you lose any starter, but you lose a, a, an impact really good player. He's really taken that leadership role in that room, in the back end. We're going to miss the player, but we're going to miss, I, I think, that, that role that he's he's taken on. While Savage will not suit up against Minnesota today, Elton Jenkins, Devontae Wyatt, and Preston Smith are all expected to play after receiving injury designations earlier this week. Kickoff from Lambeau Field is scheduled for noon. The stars on the diamond last night were big and bright deep in the heart of Texas as the Arizona Diamondbacks defeated the Texas Rangers 9-1 to even the World Series at one game apiece. The series shifts to Arizona tomorrow for Game 3. I'm Matt Sossler, WTMJ Sports. Thanks a lot, Matt. There is a freeze warning that's going to begin tonight. It's going to last through tomorrow morning. And that's for all of southeastern Wisconsin. And it's pretty chilly right now. It's going to be breezy today with a chance of a few showers, possibly a few flakes are going to mix in. Plus tonight, we've got a chance of a shower, then clearing with below freezing temperatures down to 27. We're going to get up to about 44 this afternoon. Then tomorrow looks mostly sunny, blustery, quite cool. 42 for a high Tuesday, cool and blustery. A chance of snow showers and a high of 40 degrees. Wednesday and Thursday, it'll be sunny, but we're going to stay in the 40s. Currently, Cedarburg has 37 degrees. Oak Creek's at 39. Brookfield has 37. And we have 39 degrees at 817 on WTMJ. And in just a couple minutes, we've got Matt Cass here from the Milwaukee Business Journal with Business News. It's all ahead on Wisconsin Weekend Morning News. And it's 820, 39 degrees at WTMJ. We're only going to get up to about 44 today. We've got Mark 
Cass here. He is the editor-in-chief of the Milwaukee Business Journal. Thanks for coming in live, Mike. Yeah, I mean, it was cold out there. Oh, yeah, you think? They were right. I walked over here. It was cold, but it was wonderful. It was, bree- it was breezy. Nice, nice, Could nice you see your breath? It, kind of, but, uh, but you know, I wanted to be here with you. <laughs> oh, thank that you. That was the key to spend oh. time in person because it's just so much more fun. Well, you know what? This is a big week for it you. It is a big It's the 40th anniversary of the Milwaukee Business it Journal. Is. It is your 20th anniversary <laughs> with the journal. Well, thank you very much. Somehow, 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 I made it for half the paper's existence, but says which is kind of cool. But it's been a fun week. It's been a lot of, I mean, a lot of, I mean, kind of a lot of memories, a lot of stories we've done, but just fun. I mean, a lot of people. I mean, there's so much going on in Milwaukee, and you know, really over the past couple weeks, I've been looking at some of our issues from 1983 and from 1993, and from and just every year, and it's kind of fun to look back at the things that have changed. And where we're going in Milwaukee, there's a lot of there's a lot of great things happening right now in Milwaukee. Oh, there's no question about it. And I think the Milwaukee Business Journal is better than ever. Well, great. And, Thank and you very boy, much. Do you break stories. Yeah, it's been uh, a, you you we, do a good I, job. I have a great staff who work really hard who break a lot of stories, which is really cool. And you know, we just we were talking about one here here with Coles. I mean, the Coles story to me is very fascinating because we broke that story last. Uh, over a year ago, and there's and now, people in there right yeah, now. They're getting, I mean, I they're, they're by merchandising there. this I morning. I hear from a from a source who just walked over there that <laughs> they look like they're getting right open. You know, the grand opening is on Friday, uh-huh. but I hear from again from a source uh, could be open maybe today or tomorrow in maybe terms of a, a soft, soft opening. opening. And all the merchandise oh. store. What was neat for me, I saw Christmas. Living, I saw the Christmas thing, there, but yeah. all the windows have things in them now. They're <sighs> kind of windowless space. You no longer have those have things over the window. It's bright and there's light coming out onto the street and it looks active. And to me, that's great for Wisconsin Avenue. Think of, think of that. I mean, here I am, I'm at the conventions center. I'm from out of town and I walk out and I see activity. That's good for the city. Well, not only that is when I get off work, I can just. You're going to go Christmas shopping. It's ten steps over. You're going to go Christmas shopping this morning, aren't you? I'm going to send you my list. I'm going to text you my list here. (laughs) I'm looking for new new sneakers. I think a new racket to play sports. Oh yeah, yeah, another pickleball racket. That's all you need. Hey, speaking of sports, you were at the Milwaukee Bucks opener the other night. How exciting was was that? Yeah, great atmosphere. Lots of fun. It's kind of interesting to watch them this year, just because there's so much anticipation. Right? We all think this could be the year again. You know, 21 was a great year. We obviously won the championship the other the year. The Bucks did. And all the energy, all the extent we saw there, it was there the other night. It was great crowd, great energy. And to me, what's what's interesting about them now, kind of kind of is watching them, how they're going to maintain this all year, kind of what the crowd's going to be like. It was a full house, obviously, on opening night. A lot of anticipation. They're sold out for their season seats. They're selling merchandise. There was a lot of jerseys being sold that night, a lot of merchandise being sold that night. So right now is a lot of anticipation. But are they able to hold it all year? Are they able to add more sponsorships? I mean, adding Lillard was a huge deal. And you saw you saw what he could do, man. What a player. He could do great things the other night. But, you know, for them, there's a lot of anticipation. What's going to happen in June? Think about this, Libby. We actually were having, the, having this discussion earlier this week. If somehow the Bucks end up in the NBA finals in June, and somehow they win, which would be awesome. You have a you have a huge celebration and a and a parade. RNC right, oh right after gosh. that. Can you right imagine? after that, Harley Fest. Oh. 
we're gonna need like August off. We should just <laughs> we should just we should just request now. We're gonna shut the city down in August because we could have a. Well, you of, forgot Summerfest. I forgot Summerfest. Yeah. You're exactly right. You could think of the eight weeks we could have. Yeah, and you know, and State Fair, State and everything Fair. else, and all. We're the gonna other need at least a month oh off. Gosh. I'm putting in right now for a month off because it's gonna be crazy. Well, you're gonna need a month off so you can go to everything because Mr. <laughs> Man About Town, Mark Gas, is is always there. Hey, speaking of sports, though, what's the story about a possible Amtrak yeah. stop? It's at Amfam. It's a good story from from our staff and from 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 that. And really, kind of looking at Amtrak looks at expansion. They're looking at both Madison and Green Bay to have to have routes. Well, there's already a track that runs right near the stadium. So an idea has been thrown out. Is there a chance to have a stop there? You, you know, we've been talking a lot about the streetcar and about mass transit and you know, opportunities to move individuals throughout the city. Well, here's another one. What would happen if you came up from Chicago and you just stayed on the train as it went out and it actually dropped you off at the stadium? Or if you were downtown and you needed to end up at the stadium, how could you do that? So this is, this is in its early stages. It's an idea, but I think as we, as we redevelop the stadium, as things maybe happen in the lots, as kind of you and I have talked about, is there a chance to have an Amtrak stop out there? To get, you know, I mean, all this talk about high speed rail from here up to Minneapolis, from here mm-hmm. to Madison. Well, you need stops along the way. And again, I've talked on and on, about, uh, on and on about kind of mass transit, the opportunity to move individuals without cars. Yeah, I, I think I think it would be a great bonus, right. to the area. Certainly. You know, I mean, I mean, obviously, obviously, we're not going to have the hop out there soon. So let's you know, let's well, try you know, something that's else. That's another idea. Yeah, but the hop starts today. That's another. Big, this is a huge day to say the hop starts its new line of service this morning. Oh really? It's going Are through you the gonna couture. Be on it? I'm going to go out there later today to try it out because I knew I, it. You, I, knew I knew I couldn't. You, you and John McCure are going to ask me about it, and John's <laughs> going to give me a hard time about it. But in honor of you and John, I'm going to ride it sometime today. All right. Well, you had a big week, as we said. You were out almost every night this week with different events, yep. and of course, the 40th anniversary for the Milwaukee Business Journal. But you also had a chance to sit down with Northwestern Mutual CEO. Tell yes. us about that. Well, we talked a lot about the RNC. It was at it was at our RNC event, and he's running the local effort to try and raise money for that. And he's, he said he hasn't been told no yet, which is interesting. He hasn't heard all yeses, but he, has heard, he hasn't heard a no yet. He's raised already $15 billion uh, on the way to for uh, overall numbers around 68 or so. Whoa. Uh, but a lot of interest. And what he also talked about, what, what I thought was interesting, is he talked about what's our image nationally, how this is a great opportunity. He said when he travels around the country, when he travels around the world, he said there's a lot of neutral image of us. We're kind of near Chicago. We're this other city. He said, but when he has other people in, he said, everyone loves it. When they see the lake, when they see the art museum, when they see the, you know, kind of our neighborhoods. So what his point is, is what a grab to And that's why Adam L is involved. He said it wasn't a hard choice for him to get involved, but others, you know, because this is p- politics, right? Should we get involved? Should we not get involved? He said it was an easy choice for them as a company to get involved as a sponsor because of what it means to the city, what it means to future employees, what it means to our brand. Mm. Well, you know, we talked about the cold, soft opening. Yeah, Starbucks. Starbucks. Red Arrow. Cl- what? Closing, closing well, in Red Arrow Park. Kind of disappointing. Never hear of Starbucks closing. Yeah. What happened? Well, there have been a few over the years, and they've kind of contracted a little bit. They were on a twenty-year lease. It was up. I think maybe looking at at some other locations, but that one's pretty. You know, right next to the skating rink. There, pretty well known. A lot. I mean, I go there. To, at times for meetings and things, but I think it's not the greatest location in terms of access because it is off the street 
a little bit. You you can't have a drive-through, obviously, there. That'd be pretty hard. So I think they're looking at other options. But Starbucks nationally has been constricting a little bit. They grew and grew so fast. And as we get through this economic thing we're going through right now, where it's not a recession, I'm not saying that by any means, but, but it is slower. You're hearing a lot of retailers who are talking about slowdown. They're not as much spending right now. I think you're going to see them kind of constrict a little bit. Maybe, maybe. I mean, I think there's a few individuals out there, I'm not sure who, who, who aren't spending the $3 on a cup of coffee or $5 on a cup of coffee every day. So I think it's going to constrict a little bit. Well, I know you have to get to pickleball, but I've got a pickleball, I pickleball. story I want to ask you about. One of these you days about. you're going to come down there with me like after the show, aren't you? I've played pickleball. All right, I but there's know. a new place There's opening a new in place. it is there this is kind of this will be the first of many i will say this will be the first of a you know several in the next couple of years this is a former grocery store out in brookfield 16 courts are going to be built there a national franchise which is coming in here this is happening all over the country you're seeing these things open indoors you know outdoors it's easy not easy to get of course but it's a little easier but the indoors there aren't a lot of courts in the winter so i think you're going to see this, this is the new trend kind of nationally as First started in florida and arizona you know with older people i'll say older because i'm one of them who who we're playing this game, but now it's all ages, and I think you're going to see more. It's a new trend. We're going to—I will predict—we'll see three or four more of these over the next couple of years. Okay, uh, just a, an aside because I know you are going to your pickleball game, and I don't want you to be late. Are you aware, Matthew Perry, who we've been yes. talking about this morning? Yes. He had but, just played pickleball yeah. for two hours. I saw. I saw away. that look kind of last night. I didn't realize he was a huge. Which pickleball player? What a shock! Well, he had been a champion, what a, uh, tennis player when yeah. he was young. What a shock! Yeah. What a tragedy! I mean, I watched that show for years. Love the show. Love him. Horrible, horrible, horrible news. Yeah, we're gonna have more about it. Yeah. Matt Miller's uh, gonna have more of an update with us in about twenty minutes. But you be careful playing pickleball. Yeah. You know, it's it's a. I'll be good. I'm okay. I'm. I'll be good. We'll have fun this morning. Vince is not playing this morning because he's playing outside playing. Some other sport, you know, with a kind of kind of with a long stick and a ball, but I don't know why he's playing outside lacrosse? golf. Yeah, look, no, oh, oh, golf, oh, golf, oh, golf, golf. <laughs> Vince is playing golf. <laughs> I said a stick and a ball. I I a long, a long club and a ball. I don't know why it's winter time. Vince, time to play pickleball. But you know, he has this thing for golf. I have no idea why. Well, I, you better be careful that it doesn't snow on his head. <laughs> I think it should snow on his head today. That'd be good for him. <laughs> All right, Mark Cass, always uh, great to hear from you. Uh, and again, congratulations. Thank you on on your anniversaries this week. Always it's good to be here, Libby. And we'll keep following Mark Cass. He is always here with us. He is the editor-in-chief of the Milwaukee Business Journal. Coming up to 8.30, and we've got news coming up in just a couple minutes. It's all ahead on Wisconsin Weekend Morning News. Welcome back to Wisconsin Weekend Morning News. I'm Libby Collins, a short show today. We've got Green Bay Game Day getting underway at 9 o'clock this morning. Uh, Matt Miller from OnMilwaukee.com is going to be joining us in about 15 minutes or so. He's got more on the death of Matthew Perry. But right now, it's been quite a week with two shootings that sent ripples locally and nationwide. The House finally has a new speaker. And setting our clocks to dame time and more. It's the Week of Reviews brought to you by Outdoor Living Unlimited. What we do here is go back, back, back. Packers country, let's cry. Tom with the block, going deep, and looking, it's intercepted! A developing situation near Kennedy Middle School in Germantown. The subject up on the roof, wearing a backpack, possibly a ski mask or some kind of face cover. 
Shots fired, shots fired. 44 dispatch, shots fired. The subject appears to be down. Parents of any children who are thought to be at Kennedy Middle School are being directed to MacArthur Elementary School. We were playing volleyball in there. Evidently, somebody tried to take some signs down from what we heard is some pop, 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 pop. A janitor, I believe, he came through shouting. People closer to him kind of got down initially, and then when we realized that the uh, threat wasn't really... Uh, nearby, nearby, we started running. Germantown Police Chief Mike Snow assuring the community. We believe they are safe going back to school tomorrow. We believe this was an isolated incident. Bucks fans everywhere have a reason to celebrate today. According to ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski, Giannis and Milwaukee have agreed to a three-year, $186 million contract extension. This is... Uh injecting some found enthusiasm in what was already a championship-level team. Yes, he's such a wonderful representative for everything, so, I mean, it's, it, it truly is a blessing for the area. Ruber offices, one contract extension. That's all. We're gathered here today to announce the clearance of a several decades-old homicide. A combined 109 years of no answers to the murder of Diane Olkowitz or Terry Erdman ended today in Menominee Falls. Based on the irrefutable physical evidence, it's the position of the Menominee Falls Police Department that Clarence Tappenforth is responsible for the murder of Diane Oakwitz. I mean, all these years, and finally it's come to a conclusion. Time to get your baking on WTMJ's Vince Vitrano. Got a preview today at the first ever Great Cookie Book Taste Off. Powder sugar's on the top. The Taste Off featured first responders from the area, including Delafield Police Officer Daniel Barber, whose holiday cranberry bars made the 2023 book. It's a family recipe that we've been cooking uh, usually around Thanksgiving every year. Yeah, an active shooter. Lewiston, Maine. Dateline for the nation's latest mass shooting. I just never thought someone would walk in and then just start shooting and taking people's lives away. Police are currently searching for a Robert R. Card. Card is considered armed and dangerous. Maine State Police have issued a shelter-in-place order for Lewiston, Lisbon, and Bowdoin. A helicopter and law enforcement surrounded a home near Bowdoin Thursday night, but Card was not inside. The state Senate does not yet have the votes to pass an American Family Field maintenance funding bill. What was the rush then to just get a product done and sent over here? And I mean this with the greatest of respect, but you folks operate completely different than we do on the other side. Mr. Speaker! Mr. Speaker! Mr. Speaker! For the first time in weeks, Americans wake up with... A Speaker of the House installed and Congress back in business. What a long, strange trip it's been. The country demands strong leadership of this body, and we must not waver. It's time! It's time! It's dang time! Lillard, step back three, on the way, got it! Damian Lillard! Welcome to the Cream City! What a week. It's Thursday, game time. Take care and goodbye. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. And the weekend review is sponsored by Outdoor Living Unlimited. It's 841, 40 degrees, going to get up to about 44 degrees. 44, as you probably have heard, Matthew Perry died yesterday. We've got more about that in just a minute. It's all ahead on Wisconsin Weekend Morning News. It's 
39 degrees. We'll get up to about 44 today. Well, um, if you went to bed early last night or didn't have the news on, you probably um, are just waking up to the news that uh, Matthew Perry, one of the Friends stars, died. He was 54. Um, Apparently, he was found unresponsive in his hot tub yesterday afternoon, late in the day. Uh, They haven't said what the cause of his death has been, but if you recall... Just a year ago in October, um, Diane Sawyer did an interview with Matthew Perry. 55, like in a day, which is where I was. 55? Yeah. How did you get 55 a day? Well, I had to wake up and realize that I needed to get 55 of them, or I was going to be really sick. So I did all sorts of things. I had a bunch of doctors, fake migraines and all that stuff. Matthew Perry had a decades-long addiction to opioids and to alcohol. Um, And I'm sure that, you know, we will hear exactly what the cause of his death was. But uh, very, very sad, especially to those of whom, those of you who really love the show, friends. And we're going to have more about Matthew Perry. We're joined by Matt Miller from OnMilwaukee.com. He'll be with us in about five minutes right here on WTMJ. It's 845 and you're a minute away from Matt Sossler and sports on Wisconsin Weekend Morning News. With the Badgers threatening to score, former All-Big Ten running back Braylon Allen exited in the second quarter of the Badgers' 24-10 loss against Ohio State with a leg injury. Head coach Luke Fickle with the latest on his running back and how it impacted the game plan. No, I I don't have an update. Um, And no, I mean, I I didn't even know, to be honest with you, whether he was, you know, down for, you know, a while or would he be able to get back up and play the next play. No, we had made, kind of made the decision, or I had made the decision in my head um, that we needed to get points. The 5-3 and three Badgers look to become bolt eligible on Saturday at Indiana. The kickoff time is still to be determined. Bucks guard Chris Middleton is out tonight against Atlanta due to injury management. Head coach Adrian Griffin on his guard's path to normal minutes. Well, we're still evaluating. Um, right now, you know, it's game to game. That we're just... Every day, actually, after every practice, after every game, just evaluating him, and uh, we'll see where it is. Middleton is expected to play tomorrow versus the Miami Heat. Tip-off tonight against the Atlanta Hawks is scheduled for 6. Coverage on WTMJ starts at 5.30. Packers running back Aaron Jones' snap count is still up in the air. I mean, he's just a little bit sore, and as to be expected, um, you know, hopefully we can ramp him up and, you know, get a more... Uh, more snaps out there. Head coach Matt LaFleur on Jones's production after he only had eight carries for 35 yards last week in Denver. As for the team's health against the Vikings, Elton Jenkins, Devontae Wyatt, and Preston Smith are all expected to play after receiving injury designations earlier this week. Kickoff from Lambeau Field is scheduled for noon. The stars on the diamond last night were big and bright deep in the heart of Texas as the Arizona Diamondbacks defeated the Texas Rangers 9-1 to even the World Series at one game apiece. The series shifts to Arizona tomorrow for Game 3. I'm Matt Sossler, WTMJ Sports. Thanks a lot, Matt. Well, it looks like it's going to be breezy today. We'll have a chance of a few showers. You might even see a few snowflakes. Mixed in. We're going to get up to about 44 degrees. Tonight we've got a uh, freeze warning that's going to be through uh, tomorrow morning for all of southeastern Wisconsin. As we uh, get down to 27, we do have a slight chance of a shower. Then tomorrow looks mostly sunny, blustery, quite cool, only 42 for a high on Tuesday. 
Looks like we're only going to get up to 40 with a chance of some snow showers. And then the sun will come back on Wednesday and Thursday, but we are not going to get out of the low 40s. Currently in Delafield, 36 degrees. Elkhart Lake has 36. Uh, Lake Geneva, you're 38, and we have 40 degrees at WTMJ at 849. And we're just a couple minutes away from Matt Miller from OnMilwaukee.com. He's got more to say about the death of Matthew Perry. It's all ahead on Wisconsin Weekend Morning News. Well, it's time to check in on our Tri-County Contracting Hotline with media critic and pop culture editor at OnMilwaukee.com. It's Matt Miller. That's a real upbeat song, but kind of sad news about one of the stars from Friends this morning, Matt. Uh, Matthew Perry was found dead in his hot tub uh, late yesterday afternoon, and, you know, we're, well... If if you look back, I mean, he obviously has had a lot of addiction problems throughout the years. So we'll wait and see what the actual reason for his demise was. But very sad news, especially for fr- for fans of Friends. Yeah, and only fifty four years old, which it just feels too soon. And you know, I, I I'm not going to pretend like I was the biggest Friends fan of all time, but you have to give credit to those actors for making all of those characters iconic and Matthew Perry, maybe the most of all of them. I mean, I feel like if you ask somebody who their favorite friend was, especially of a younger generation, they would say Chandler Bing because his sarcasm and his kind of, you know, quick one-liners, they they really, he, he was the funniest character on that show, I would argue. And I think one of the ones who his actual dialogue and stuff like that really lasted the longest. Um, and he also had a real, like, kind of emotional key to that. You know, his relationship with 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 Courtney Cox's character, and you know, the 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 bonds that they have, and the kind of character growth that he went through. In some cases, it's friends, so it's not exactly you know peak TV character development, but you really saw Chandler evolve into a different person over the seasons. And a lot of that's due to Matthew Perry being a really funny, really thoughtful performer. Well, you know, I, and I started out the show with this, and, and if you're joining us late, kind of interesting, his mother had been a press secretary for Pierre Trudeau when he was prime minister of Canada. Matthew Perry went to school with the current prime minister, Justin Trudeau. And do you know who his stepfather is? Uh, I do not offhand. Keith Morrison from Dateline was Matthew really? Perry. Yes. Yeah, really? <laughs> uh, yeah. And I mean, it, it's not like just lately. He's been married to his mother for nearly 40 years. But yeah, I mean, oh, just wow. one of those little known factoids, which I found fascinating. Small Angeles, I guess. You yeah, know? <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's kind of it. Is you know, and, and the point is that he did have kind of one of those backgrounds where it would have been easier for him, I'm sure, to break into show business than somebody who just came from uh, Wauwatosa and didn't have any connections whatsoever. So he and and he did get friends. He was only 25 years old when he ended up on one of the biggest TV shows uh, on television. Yeah, and if you look at his, I mean, he had put in about a decade's work of work on TV, you know, kind of doing small roles here and there. He had a brief role on Beverly Hills 90210. Uh, He was a regular on a show called Boys Will Be Boys, or some people know it, Second Chance. But 
Yeah, he was, you know, a working actor. He did a few uh he did a few episodes of Growing Pains. He was on a show called Sydney. And yeah, and then he gets friends and obviously everything explodes from there. And it, I was just talking with somebody about this, you know, it, how it can be almost a curse sometimes to be on such a popular show and have such an iconic character because I don't Especially think at such people, a young age. Yeah, and I think it can be hard for people to get past that when you want to try different roles and things like that. And, you know, hitting the big screen was something that, you know, like most of the Friends performers, wasn't something that really worked out. But he did have a lot of other TV stuff that, was you know, was interesting. He did have the reoccurring role on West Wing. He did three episodes there. He did Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip, which I don't think that show's perfect, but I think Matthew Perry's pretty good on it. And, you know, he, he really was, you know, a, a talented actor and someone who really, you know, did he have the widest range of performance? Maybe not. But, you know, he really perfected that kind of Chandler Bing delivery to a degree that it became iconic, that everybody last night could be saying, could I be anymore? You know, the fact yeah. that, you know, to have a line delivery like that become iconic, well, you have to have done something right. <laughs> well, and one more irony is his last post on Instagram was last Monday, and he was in his hot tub. Mm. And he said, oh, so warm water swirling swirling around you makes you feel good. I mean, just very, just, it kind of is one of those things that makes your hair stand up and just really chilling to think about. But again, as you said, 54 years old, way too young to pass away. And Matt, we are running real late because we've got Green Bay game day starting out in just a couple of minutes, but I'm going to just ask you a real quick yay or nay on uh, Five Nights at Freddy's worth going to see. I'm going to say nay. You could do better for Halloween. Uh, It's a weirdly boring movie, weirdly dreary, weirdly kind of sleepy. You would expect a movie about evil animatronic Chuck E. Cheese toys to be a little bit more fun. And it's, it's not. Uh, Unless you're a hardcore fan of the the IP of the original game, uh, I would watch something else. (laughs) Well, Matt, thank you for that review. We will talk to you again next week. Coming up, it is Green Bay Game Day right here on WTMJ.